It's the most wonderful time of the year. And ho, 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 do we have some fun in store for you. <laughs> we have a new sponsor. It's Ella Paradis. Ella Paradis is one of the best sex toy companies we've found out there. They offer an incredible advent calendar. It's a large package with 24 gifts inside. So every day from the beginning of December to Christmas, you get to open up another gift. And the gifts are like lingerie and sex toys and... Intimate accessories. They come from awesome brands like Fun Factory, Happy Lola, and Bijou Indiscreet. What I love about it the most... You're getting a bomb-ass dank-ass deal. This is over $400 worth of stuff. If you order between now and the end of October, you'll get it for $119. That's a deal. That's and a it, deal and a half. Go to ellaparadis.com slash holiday. Get hooked up with these awesome holiday gifts. If the advent calendar is not your thing, you can also put in promo code SEXTALK20 at ellaparadis.com to get 20% off. Some restrictions apply. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. And today she told me she was, I asked her how she's doing and she said, perfect. I'm perfect today. How are you having a perfect day? Well, actually, I wasn't having a perfect day, but can I say who you are? Sure. And my son is a stand-up comic, clown, and mime. Together we chat about sex. We do this because it's not talked enough about in our society. We're trying to normalize the conversation around sex. How do you like that word? And give you a little laugh at the same time. Yeah, give you a laugh. By the way, this is a pleasure podcast. If you like sex podcasts, go to pleasurepodcasts.com and check out the other people on our network. Yes, and Cam is in charge of that network, so... It's pretty fun. Make sure that you give it a good look. Okay, so this is the Monday Morning After Show. This is where we get to talk directly to you, our listeners, our favorite people in the world, and chat about anything that's going on in your lives. Especially if you're not having a perfect day. Especially if you're not having a perfect day. And also to talk about uh, the previous episode, which is our Thursday episodes, which feature our guests. And last Thursday episode was... Mickey and Andrew, the CEO of Tushy, which is a bidet, bidet company, and Tribute.co, which is a video montage creating company. But the reason we had them on is because they're a married couple, and they talked about the relationship of porn in their lives. Yes. And so we'll get into that today. We have uh, a lot of commentary on We got it. a lot of commentary. The way that, the best way for you guys to get in touch with us is through our hotline. Which, which is? Yes, text mom. Woohoo. Put in your phone, save it, and text away. Yes, text mom. You can also leave us a voicemail, and uh, shorter voicemails are very likely to be played because we we love <laughs> I'm gonna, them. I'm going to have to summarize, give the cliff notes of one of the voicemails because it was really good, but it was a little lot lengthy. Yes. Um, I think on to the show, right? Oh, unless you wanted to talk about Patreon very quickly. I do, of course. Hit it. We got a, a new patron recently, and we were very excited. We did a happy dance. Patreon is a way you can support any creator, but right now you could support us, especially Cam. Yes, since, I really appreciate when you, you become patron. Here's the thing with patron. It's the only way that people that are doing things for free, like, like Cam and I, or other podcasters or creators, are able to support themselves. You know, it's free. And if you enjoy a free content, you should, you know, put put a little money towards it. Right. Um, that said, we do have an advertiser on this episode who is also helping support us. That's great. And so that advertiser you. is... Ella Paradis. You all have already heard these advertisements. Whatever. <laughs> Moving on. They're great. 
you should you should buy that advent calendar. Okay. Oh yeah, it's so fun. Okay, so um, we we love also when you leave us iTunes reviews and oh, yeah. ratings and why because they fill us with joy, but they also help us in our search engine optimization and make us it allows us to get like awesome guests on the show. Do you know how many we reviews have, we've gotten? We've gotten over like three hundred fourteen. That's like three hundred fourteen. I I look religiously yes we look all the time and we read them out loud we're gonna read them but i also want to mention we just went over a seven thousand mark on on uh, facebook on our facebook page sex talk with my mom yeah if you're not there like it that's pretty cool that's a fun thing i just noticed that but anyway back to our reviews this one says laughs intrigue and a fun way to learn about sex five stars by cat sell and i will say we i think we might have already read this one but it's so beautiful we read it again what do you mean we might have already read it? I have a feeling you chose this one. I think we've already read it. Well, do you want to look up to see if we already read it? No, it, we didn't write it down, so we'll have to read it. Oh, okay. Everyone enjoy by Cat Cell. <laughs> I've been listening to Cam and Karen for over a year and a half. Their mom's son dynamic is loving, encouraging, and always entertaining. Although I don't always relate to the subjects being discussed on the show, it never ceases to capture my attention each time. This mother-son duo help us learn more about ourselves, how to be in healthier relationships with others, and be free to express ourselves in the way we want without shame. This is a beautiful freaking review. Yeah, I know we did not read this. This is a long, long ass review, and I love it. They, Keep going. Cancel says, "Thank you both for sharing your stories and those of others. Definitely will continue to share your show and hope to see you at the next podcast conference." Wow, we definitely did not read this. This is an awesome review. That was a very Thank you, sweet. Wow. I'm speechless. <laughs> well, how about reading the other one that we got that wasn't so great? Well, how can we sit with this one a little bit? She oh. gets, uh, uh, sh- she's learning about herself, how to be in healthier relationships, and be free to express ourselves in the way we want without shame. This is our, that's I love when people unbelievable. Like, like paraphrase and rephrase what we do, and, and so they say it was so much better than I say it. You know this this. You know, sometimes I wonder why I do this podcast because I, you know, my goal is to make, you know make people laugh, be a comedian. But this is such a more that has that been, that, it, that <laughs> statement is so much more meaningful yeah. than, than making someone laugh. I mean, I, they're both good. It doesn't need to be either or. But this is that is incredible. Yes. Yeah. Let's reduce that shame. Okay. Should we should we chat a little bit about um, our our listeners? Or their 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 comments and questions. Yes. Okay, let's jump in. So two. Wait, no. What? First, we got to talk about our little wh- renaming of our whack pack. Okay. Okay. So this is the funny. This is the funny part of our show. We have certain individuals that consistently call in or or text us and leave us messages that are outrageously hilarious. And one of them, I guess the the, the originator, <laughs> the originator, and the, one of the most active members is is Mr. Bean. We named him Mr. Bean because of, of a few of his um his messages were about. He, he said he put beans in his butt. Okay, so he got the name Mr. Bean. So now we have asked all our listeners on all these platforms to give us their suggestions for a group name for these individuals that are funny. Not necessarily. I, I mean, there's so many people that support us on an ongoing basis that we love this is not necessarily like our most uh, you know our avid fan it's it's really the wackiest of the fans sort of like howard stern's whack pack but we don't want to use the name whack pack because that is well, not our name it's that's not we don't want to we, we don't want to copy howard stern so i think we should, so we've been asking people for their um suggestions for what we can rename our our whack pack and we have a little enticement 
Yes, we were offering a free shirt to the person that comes up with the name. A free Sex Talk With My Mom shirt, which you can check out at sextalkwithmymom.com slash merch. And, and you They're should, dank. They are such great shirts. We we will be modeling them. and we I were, have been wearing them all the time. And we've already had a couple orders. And we would love it if you guys would order your Sex Talk With My Mom shirt. Because wherever you wear it, I don't care if you're in the UK or Australia or in Timbuktu. We would love you to take a picture with something in the background so we know where you are and we'll give you a shout out we'll we'll post it okay so so here are the names that we are we're coming to the end of of the line the end of this competition i cannot believe how many submissions we must have gotten uh, like it's overwhelming 50 submissions <laughs> it's hilarious what people are due for a free t-shirt but I mean, it's a dope T-shirt. You it know? is. It is a pretty cool T-shirt. It's. It's. And it's they're a, supporting our show and being involved. So I very much appreciate them right. saying this. And so, we want in this way. It's a conversation starter. I got to tell you something. You wear this T-shirt, you are going to get people talking to you. Okay, so I want to start the submissions with Mr. Beans himself. Okay. Let's so hear as it. you know, Mr. Bean was a big advocate for mass, calling this masturbation nation. <laughs> but over the month, we have not been giving him a lot of love for that. So. Um, he decided to private message us saying, hey, a new name for the Whack Pack. How about Sexual Sensation and Masturbation Support Team? <laughs> and then he said, when are you coming to Maine? The sheep don't like me anymore. Uh, that is a reference to him fucking the sheep. Uh-huh. And then he says, <laughs> we Willy Wanker and the Monkey Spankers would be a good name for the band. Dot, dot, dot. What band? I don't know what band, but we Willy Wanker and the Monkey Spankers is out of control. Okay, so... The, so we added those we, to the list for the WAC pack. But we've got a whole bunch more. Okay, so I'm just going to read through a ton. And then I'll continue, and then we'll, we'll, we'll space it out. Okay, so we have Sextended Family. No, that was Sextended Family. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm a little, like, frazzled because there's a lot for us to cover okay, today. Okay, so go ahead. Sex Talk Swingers. Bone Bunch. Bone Town Bunch. Sex Partners, Partners in Sex, Erotic Entourage, The Coital Crew, Gang Bang Gang. Oh, you like that one? Gang Bang Gang? The Mr. Bean Team. Or The Bean Team. Oh, I like this one. The Bird Brains. This is like the birds and the bees, but they're bird brains because they're, they're wacky. I love that one. Masturbation Nation, The Yuck Yuck Club. Yuck Yum Club. Oh, I got one wrong there. Uh, <laughs> Karen Lee and the Spunky Bunch. The Coitus Communion. The Mamas, the Mama Boys and Girls. The Boner Team. The Hand Lot. The Whoop Troop. The Wank Pack. Karen and Cam's Clowns. Or Cam and Karen's Clowns. Clown Town. The Wanking Wonders. The Masturbating Mimes. <laughs> I kind of like that one too. Anal arsonist, the beehive, the jackpack, the beta crew, bomb ass dank ass crew, s talkers, millennium cougar clowns. We got uh, the goof troop, goof city, goofballs, clown town, pleasure posse, the fuck squad, <laughs> post pubescent pack, the willy whackers, the beta bunch, grinda guild, pussy grinding guild, oh, grinding guild. Pussy Posse, Bean Brigade, 
Freaky Flickers, Bone Battalion, Nookie Nabbers. Do you feel like you're doing like, you know how you go to graduation speeches and you get all the names wrong? That's how I feel like I'm reading them. And we, you know how they, they alternate yes. presenters? Genital Jerkers, The Goof Troop, The Gratification, The Gratification, Pleasure Speakers, The Imagination, The Sexcapators. Cougar Clowns, Poop Tasters, Dumbass <laughs> tasters. Fans. Oh, my dumb God. Dumbass Fans. Bean Flicking Team. Poder Party. Oh, shit. I scared. The Pleasure Podsters. That was by some guy named Short Yellow Bus Window Licker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got The Family. We got po- Poder Potty, Poder Project. And Poder Party. The Original Sinners, Private Partners, Poterians. The Wacky Winkers, the Boinkers, the Boinkers. <laughs> Yours was the Boinkers. Oh, that was mine. Here's another one of mine. The Bonky Bean Team. And which I said, Bonky is not a freaking word. Bonkers. Bonkers. Yeah, but that is, Bonky is not a. And we'll then, end, then we'll, we got. We'll end on Mr. Bean's last two, which were We Willy Winkers and the Monkey Spankers. Okay. Shall we say, we, we've narrowed it down to five. Yeah. And and those these were phenomenal submissions. Yes, all of them deserve. They all made some, us laugh. Yes, and we appreciate all of them. So, so so don't be discouraged if you did not win. We did love them. Right, and we're not announcing the the winner. Actually, actually, we don't know the winner, but we do we're, have the top five, and we're going to have you guys vote on the top one. Yeah, so you're going to vote winner. for the your favorite one um, by texting us at yes text mom. Or what if they put it on Instagram too? You can you can comment in, on Instagram or on as an iTunes review. We'll consider it all, and next week we will announce the final winner who gets to take home the prized "Sex Talk with My Mom" T-shirt. Drum roll, please, for the top five. Okay, and and this is in no particular order. We have the Mr. Bean Team, also known as the Bean Team. That's number one. Number two, the Fox Squad. <laughs> Number three, the Goof Troop. Number four, the Bird Brains. And number five, the Monkey Spankers. <laughs> so <laughs> if you have a preference to what we should call our whack pack, send it to Yes Text Mom or leave us a rating and review. That would be on iTunes. Or, or they can leave it on Instagram. That was very fun. Um, it was really fun, and I'm glad that uh, we're getting everyone's input, and, and people are getting so involved with the show that they're sending multiple names. Yes. And one of those, by the way, one of the names said, Hi, guys. I have a few names for you. The Fuck Squad, Post PBS and Pack, the Willy Whackers. You're welcome. Love you guys, Meg. P.S. Cam is hot. I'd let you pre-ejaculate on me any day. <laughs> Thank you very much, Meg. <laughs> Thank you for letting me pre-ejaculate. I don't know. Was you. that like a dig to you because she it's brought in? It's a backhanded the, compliment. It's a backhanded compliment. For, I'll take it though, to be honest. Oh. I don't. If anyone is willing to let me ejaculate near them, is a big compliment <laughs> to me. Especially if it's fast. It, well, it, it's kind of guaranteed. But anyway, uh, should we should we go on into yeah, these? Yeah, let's keep uh, moving on. So we got a few comments that were based on our la- on Monday m- last Monday episode, and that was about herpes scds all these things so we, you want to read through that very right quickly? We, we and then we're also going to get into the porn uh yes a relationship with porn okay okay so this one said you want to read that yeah by the way that's not me farting that's just it because we're moving <laughs> the computer around on here 
Knowing if someone has an STD is incredibly important. I've been with men and women who were carrying viruses or STDs, and it's always been manageable. I've never gotten anything from any of them. If the hookup is that compelling, make the preparations. He... Be responsible. Oh, he wrote he. And have some fun. You're right. Be responsible and have some fun. Thank you, Donald, for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, it, I think you you could make preparations and be responsible. That is an option. Yep. You can just you can wear a burqa. But I think <laughs> I think the key is if the hookup is that compelling. Right. You know, like know, words, not, know the risk reward situation yes, going on. Yes, definitely know. The, and I obviously know what your thoughts are. Okay. Someone else, Taylor said, is it? It is very important for me to know if my sexual partner has an STD. Also, if a potential sexual partner neglected to tell me they had an STD before we had sex, that would tell me this person doesn't care enough about my well-being and would automatically make me not want to be involved with him. I think you should definitely tell your sex partners before you have sex and leave it up to that person, even if it is something as harmless as herpes. I 100% agree because that is exactly what happened to one of my friends. She, she, she was with a guy that he, he had just gotten divorced and he neglected to tell her after they had sex twice without condoms that he had herpes and that he never had an outbreak, but that his wife had herpes, his ex-wife. Wow. Yeah. And she was so upset because it was like six months of, of testing to find out if she had herpes. Did she? Uh, no, she didn't end up getting it. But it, it is, it's, it's psychologically draining. Psychologically, I, I agree with Taylor, who's just, who said it, it tells you about the person. If they're not willing to be open, they're a deceitful person. Yeah, they should, you should, that should be a part of the discussion. And I also think that discussion ahead of having sex should, should expand beyond just STDs. It should include, yeah, what, what, you know, what, are you in birth control? Should I be using condom? You know, figuring out, making sure you guys are not impregnating each other. And Wait then, a second. What does that mean, impregnating each other? Unless you're a gay female couple, how is how are you going to impregnate a man? Well, you can. Well, I think men say that I'm pregnant. Oh, for crying out loud! Whatever. Who cares? You know what? You know what I was I talking, know what about. talking about. Okay. Okay. Um, and I also think the emotional, uh, like where sex fits into your life, should also be discussed ideally. Right. I mean, it kind of is a is a mood. It could and, be a and, mood and killer, if you, and or it if could you, be a mood and if enhancer. You, and if you impregnate someone, you should tell them. I mean, if you're impregnated by someone, you should tell that 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 person. Yes, yes. As you guys know about my pregnancy scare situation. Yeah, go back but, if you guys don't know what we're talking about. Go back a couple of episodes to Cam's pregnancy scare for a good guffaw. Yes, a good belly, a good but proper belly laugh. I also think like if if you're thinking sex is like oh we're in we're in deep in this relationship that should be discussed prior to having sex and if you think like it's going to be this very casual thing and it's not I mean maybe it doesn't need to be so literal and and like but there you could I think I it eases my anxiety to know where the other person stands with regard to what sex means to them. I'm fairly certain that you bring out along a hundred a hundred. There's question, a questionnaire, man. 100, que- 100 t- topic questionnaires that they have to you remember, fill out and and have to get a certain percentage correct. Otherwise, you will no longer continue. Yeah. Remember that girl said that it was like watching a PSA video having sex with me? Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Public <laughs> service announcement. Yes. She's like, this is how you're supposed to, that, like the talk you're supposed to have. I mean, I know it's not romantic, but in the it's, end, it will bring you closer together. I agree. All right, we need to take a quick little break to thank our sponsors. Mom, if I wanted to spice up my sex life for the holidays, oh God, what do you think I should get my partner and me? I think you should get an advent calendar by Ella Paradis. By the way, Ella Paradis is one of our sponsors for today, 
and they offer the best sex toys. And this advent calendar, for those who don't know, Mom, do you want to explain what it is? It's a box containing 24 different items that are sexy, like lingerie and sex toys. And they're by great brands like Fun Factory, Bijou Indiscret, Happy Lola. So every day leading up to Christmas, you can pull out one of the boxes, open it up, and have a funny and fun sex experience. Why'd you say funny? I didn't mean to say funny. I meant to say fun. This is a real, I think this is a great call to For, get couples together. Every day they get excited. They open their new. Their imagine new, newlyweds trying this out. Or ones that are like my age. The gifts add up to be over $400. If you order before the end of October, it's only $119. Now, if you don't want the whole advent calendar, which we do recommend, you can go to the site and get 20% off. Just use sex talk 20 at, at checkout. Bingo. So go to ellaparadis.com slash holiday. This is a really good deal. All right. We are back. Now, let's chat about last week's episode, shall we, mother? It was a pretty intense episode. It was all about porn in a relationship. One In, in this situation, the couple had one. They had a discrepancy. The, and I, and I got to tell you something, Kim. Porn is not discussed, and people just take it for granted. Right. That, that, so like, oh, this is going to be part of our lives. Or not part of our lives. So people have very um, polarized views about it at times. And in this case, this is exactly what happened. Well, listen, you all, all we're, we ra- were raised with porn around us, and we don't ask our parents or like how often we should be using it or, or talk about our use at all with our family or whatever. Except in our case. Because it's shameful. I don't think I ever would tell you about my porn use as a kid. I'm just talking about even now. Yeah, I'm in a in a lucky situation though because I, you know, I don't use porn that frequently. Why is that lucky? Because then I don't have the shame associated with it that I think in this situation Andrew does have. Okay, let's talk about Andrew and Mickey. Yeah. Okay. So so basically, for those who didn't listen to last week's episode, it, we had this couple on the Andrew, the husband, had. Uh, why, what are you? You don't remember his name, Andrew? I don't know if his name was Andrew. Yes. Oh, okay. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I remember Mickey, but I couldn't remember that his name was Andrew. Yeah, she's whispering, was, to, was actually... she's whispering to me. <laughs> Andrew? Yeah, his name is Andrew. <laughs> okay. So Andrew is porn enthusiast. Mickey is not. Andrew tends to like more aggressive sex. He thinks as an outgrowth of his porn usage throughout his whole life. And Mickey says this is she prefers more sensual, loving, and she's pretty hostile about oh, not wanting him to watch porn. Not hostile. She she takes it t- takes it personally. She takes it personally, and, and you know I, I just don't understand that attitude. Like, why take it personally if you're? She even says like she thinks like the he, he's basically you know she would prefer him investing his sexual energy with her in their relationship as opposed to going and and seeking a quick reward with porn. Um, but the, the, that was just one of the issues. The other issue is the fact that they have different preferences when it comes to the bedroom. Right. He's much more into the domineering type of uh, S&M type sex. Exactly. Yes. But it also could be that, you know, they're just, they, they, okay, so they've been married for about a year, but they had an eight-year relationship mm-hmm. or whatever. She needed, you know, they, there's got to be some compromises, some give and take, some, you know, exploring on both sides. I didn't see that. Well, she kind of we like talked about, about we she, we chatted about that. He also said he he wishes his behavior would change. So I mean, if it works for them, it works for them. That's right. Let's, let's hear what our listeners had to say about okay. this. All right. So I this, do want to say one other thing. Yeah. I mean, it seems like she was insecure because you know he's looking at other naked women. 
But you see naked women and like and everywhere, even on mainstream TV these days. I for all full yeah, but frontal. he's getting turned on by like he's, he's to, masturbating to the, you know. Uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can the same can, thing can be said for even if you're just watching this like a really like nine and a half weeks. A movie like that is very sexual. It's not porn. And people get really turned on by that movie. I don't know. I can just see where she's at. If she's like, clearly, we're. Not, I'm not completely satisfied in the bedroom, and so. But the, you know, when you start taking when you start taking the energy out of it, I don't know because I, I think about like a lot of guys like, I why would I use a vibrator in a bedroom? I, uh, isn't my dick big enough? You know, and I think that's bullshit too. That vibrators can be used as an enhancement. Porn can be used as an enhancement. Yeah, yeah but Role it's not playing. being used as an enhancement. That, so that, that's where I see the problem. What? Because it's not used as an enhancement. Maybe it's gets his, Maybe he's getting all this fantasy in his head and wanting to act it out in real life, and that so it is an enhancement. In that no, way. it's not an enhancement because they're not using that to their advantage. Maybe he is in his mind. He's not. You know for a fact that he's not visualizing. Because I mean, have you ever watched porn and thought? Yes, I've watched porn. Earlier. Okay, then have you ever like thought about that scene when you're having sex? No. Well, I have. <laughs> I and, and I think that's what the, like that is what a lot of sex therapists would recommend. Probably I don't know if they'd recommend it, but I mean I think that I, I someone will say, I, I will say people that, can get intimidated and say, oh well, why are you visualizing uh, Brad Pitt when you're having sex with me? And, and I don't think there's a problem with that. I will say that I got this because I was at a sex lecture this past weekend with Dr. Chris Donahue, who is going to be coming on the show. I'm he very excited about Love this. Line. Uh, and he basically was like, you should not be ashamed if you're getting turned on at the gym. You should take that energy. That sexual energy at the, that you have at the gym when you're getting turned on by seeing the people around you and bring it home into the bedroom. Oh, I cannot wait to talk to this guy. You guys are going to get along very we well. We are on the same wavelength, baby. Oh, yeah. Apparently. Well, anyway, so let's read some of these, these comments. Okay, so Donald says, this is a very difficult episode to listen to for me because it, she is so selfish. She shames him for what he wants and almost demands what she wants. Am I just hearing this wrong? They're clearly sexually incompatible, but she's trying to force a square peg into that round hole. He is a dom. He needs a D slash S relationship that's dom slash submissive. And she shames him for it. Yeah. I mean, I think we, we kind of alluded to all this. Uh, I don't know that I'm, I'm agreeing 100% that, that that it's all about, you know, that he needs to be this dom. I think he just wants to have a little bit more um, variety in the bedroom. I wish we could take this off of like us judging their relationship. Who's judging? I, I think us making, making judge. We are judging. We're saying, no, we're oh, not. this I'm is saying, not, he, she's right. You know, I'm not, he's I'm, right. I'm saying, I don't know if Donald is right. But I'm saying, so Don, right. Donald is judging and I'm saying, I don't know that that's necessarily you were the judging case. a little earlier. No, I'm saying, I think as far as like being jealous of, of, of people, and that you might want to look at just is that possibly I'm just an insecure, you know, I'm insecure in that respect. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I'm judging her. I'm just saying it might be that. It might not be that. I don't know. But I, I mean, it's also something to look at as, uh, you know, is it always going to be that he wants this dom type of uh, relationship and she's never going to be able to provide it and he's going to always succumb to that? I, I, I don't know. I think there's probably a, a very unique compromise that they can both reach. Yeah, I and mean, I, it, and it I might also, change over time. And I think that, you know, it's easy to say, oh, they're sexually incompatible, so he should look elsewhere, or they should look right, elsewhere. but they love each other. They love each other. Yeah, so and this they is, have a child together. And they have a child together. So there right. are other reasons to stay together besides the sex, but I think sex is a big component, and so it does require some compromise on both ends. 
And I, I, I don't want to speak behind her back, but it did seem like the way that they were going about solving this problem was more like one, how can we bring him onto her right. terms? As a, and if I were in that relationship, I would want my terms to also be met. So I think I, you kind of asked him point yeah, blank about he, he also did. He, he said, don't, don't worry as much about me. That was basically his response. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's okay too. Yeah. Maybe if that's he, what if, works if it really, for him. If it really doesn't bother him uh, all that much, then maybe it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's like if one person likes always to be in a certain position and you know, neither here nor there, then you, you got to go with it. Who cares? I want to read this next this next text message. For, this is a long one. Okay. Uh, but Can you paraphrase it? No, I could, because I read this text message when it came in, and I was blown away by it. I thought it was brilliant. Oh, that's So it. I want to read the whole okay. thing, if that's cool. Do so it. This, this is from James. He says, hi, just finished your episode, uh, and I, I think that porn, I also think porn influences. No difference than watching cooking shows and being influenced to try an eggplant recipe. You like that analogy? I kind of do. I mean, I, I'd like to try an eggplant recipe now and then. Wait, am I explaining this correct? Like, was I kind of cut out a few words yeah. there, so did I fuck things up just now? No, he, he's just saying... He's basically saying that you see porn and it makes you want to try a specific sex move. You see, you see an eggplant recipe, it makes you want to try out that recipe on... You see it on a cooking show, you, you want to try it out in person sometimes. Exactly. Okay, so the problem is when sexual ideologies clash and neither partner wants to give which is what's happening in this situation. All relationships require a give and take that feels equitable to each person concerned. Precisely. He's nailing it. <laughs> when this balance of giving and taking changes, which can happen at any time in the relationship for reasons completely unforeseen, will require new bedroom rules of engagement. Chicka bow wow. Oh, I love the chicka bow wow. It's all just being part it's all just part of being human. We are incredibly fickle beasts after all. Which is which gets to your point that we're constantly changing, mother. I'm glad that uh, James James agrees with me on that. After several years into owning an adult store, I did get to see and experience a wide array of fetishes that became overwhelming addictions. However, I also saw porn bring new healthy sexual concepts to relationships as well. Mostly the younger a person is, the more susceptible they tend to be towards influence but lacking in imagination, so the tendency is to replicate what they've seen. In general, a, a lack of experience with little to no education or direction bundled up in an underdeveloped brain, still in the inward-looking stage of development, makes for a selfish lover. And I also agree that the brain will train itself to the shortest route to orgasm because the brain is our biggest sex organ and biology loves shortcuts. Right. And also... Fucking James yeah. nailed it. Holy crap. Yeah, he nailed it. But I don't know 100% if I agree with that, uh, that completely. What did you disagree with? A lot about the young brain and all that. I mean, it could happen with any brain. I, I think he's right that it, a younger brain is more susceptible yeah. when watching porn to think, oh, this is how you're supposed to have Obviously, sex. Yeah. This is how I'm going to get off. Whereas an and to older get off person, as quickly as possible. And that is, you know, I think we're biologically programmed, I think, to when you're in the caveman days, quickly stick it in there and get off and run. You know, that's what we've been programmed to. So I, I think it's more than just, you know, it's a younger person's idea. I, I think experience, the different types of have a pleasure that you can experience that can eventually lead to orgasm also will train your brain to say, oh, when watching porn, oh, I agree with this, I don't agree with this, this is a turn on, this is not a turn on. Well, I think that's what Mickey was saying about, like, why is he needing to watch porn when they, sh they should explore their, each other's bodies more? Right. Although, I, how many years do you need to explore someone's body? I don't know. <laughs> 
She had eight years of exploration. I mean, she's got some serious. She's not that big of a secrets going on there. So I appreciate that, that James. I, I am. I think James, that was beautifully pretty, said. Pretty bright. And you learned a lot from working in that um, adult store. Adult store. <laughs> here's, here's what Taylor said. So you guys say it's a cougar cub relationship. And oh, oh, the, when okay, I heard so that's them the same. say the age difference is only eight years, I was honestly shocked. Because to me, that's not a very big difference. So then I started thinking, what's it called when the man is older? Because it's, I've always dated older men. Bef- my last boyfriend was seven years older than me. And my current boyfriend is 12 years older than me. Maybe it's daddy issues or blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. Why are you, you skipping over it? Yeah, that's oh, important. That, she was trying to think maybe of... Maybe it's daddy issues or maybe I just like mature men. But it's not like a sugar daddy type relationship. We have a very monogamous loving relationship. Oh, that is an important part. I'm sorry. I, I was intending to skip over that. I, I thought that was a reiteration. But my question is... Since when I woman is when a woman is older is a cougar slash cub, what's it called when the man is older? And I like to call it a silver fox. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Why? I don't know. I just think you it's know a, a silver fox is just an older guy with gray hair who you find handsome. Well, like a cougar. It's a, you come up with the same image. I rather than being like the sugar daddy, you know. She said he's not. She's not using them for the money as much as she's. It's like, a loving relationship. Well, she said it might be a daddy issue thing or whatever. Yeah, it's just I've done a lot of uh, you know talking and research with this whole all age gap relationship, and it doesn't necessarily have to be pathological. It could just be the preference, just like we're talking about the preference for S and M. Yeah. I have friends of mine that are in their fifties and sixties. They only want older men. Isn't it so? Fit? What makes us want particular? people it just makes them more comfortable i guess it's just like i think i'm always attracted to younger guys because my spirit is kind of younger yeah, but what in us you know what is, there is i there's so many factors that make us desire a specific it, type you right know? right and maybe porn is part of that you yeah know, like, my friends make fun of me because literally all the girls i go out with look they look identical oh i know they do totally and, and it's getting to the point of i i have well, to stop this because well, the good thing is they don't look like me they don't look like you at all <laughs> That's good. I, I I think if they dyed their hair, they might look like you. All right. Well, I know that when it was me and Nina, you were like, I couldn't do that. She looks just like you. Yeah. No, she does not. I yeah. do have friends that also go after their parents who, or people that look like their parents. Really? Yes. That's funny too. Yeah. Well, there you go. But this is, unfortunately, you're not my type mother. Thank um, God. I'm, what do you say, unfortunately? Well, for you. Oh, I'm, I'm really disappointed that you're not, that I'm not <laughs> your type. What the hell? My Can the we, listeners, we're going. We're, we're, it's a nine o'clock at night. We're kind of losing it here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's going off the deep end here. Well, I was gonna. I was thinking of explaining what my type is, but I don't know if this is what's your necessary. type. I, th- I, I my friends would just say that they're they tend to have, they're uh, they're, they're brunettes. petite brunettes, very, and every time you end up breaking up with them, they cut their hair short. This has happened a couple times. Maybe All right, moving on. They're, maybe they're trying to look like you. <laughs> so anyway, Taylor says, I also wanted to let you guys know that uh, that episode has been, in my opinion, your most helpful to me that wow. I've heard. It was definitely a great topic and a great conversation. Thank you, Taylor. So that episode was two parts. It was The first part was on the cougar-cub relationship, and the second part was on this porn and how it affected this couple's relationship. And it was really very, to me, it was very honest and open more so than probably one of our any other discussion we've had with a couple it was amazing i it is so impressive 
How when, and, and when people that are kind of in the public eye, yeah, especially are come in, fearless, they're are, fearless. They're, they are fearless, and that I, that is something I really admire. That right. I, I really hope to emulate throughout my whole life. Yeah, it was really good, really a good episode, and it's it's episode one sixty. Right? Okay, so Aaron Not says one sixty. Yeah, one sixty. Yeah. Aaron says, "Hey, all, I don't have iTunes, unfortunately, so I can't leave you a review here. But I loved your last episode." About anal but no cream pies. Oh, that was funny. I loved hearing from her dad. So sweet and what this a This cool is the one with Sylvia Sage. Yes. Now, question for you both. What would you suggest for someone who is having a hard time ever feeling turned on? Like ever. I'm in a rut and have been in a rut for over a year. And I just got to married two months ago. Wow. I want us to have a successful sexual relationship, but I have no idea how to get in the mood. Help. Okay. I wow. have a couple ideas for her. One, get yourself some sexy lingerie. We're going to have a sponsor on soon about that. But I think that whenever anybody gets divorced, they should get themselves. So even if they're not ready to have a, a physical relationship, it's good to just feel inwardly sexual by wearing sexy lingerie. Where did you get a divorce in here? I'm saying that that's what I recommend to people when they're starting out again, like in my book. Oh, Coug- I see. I you see, know, I see. Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There. Right. So she's saying she doesn't get feel turned on. So you wear sexy lingerie. Is this, a, is this an unusual thing, by the way? I think at times in your life, you just don't feel sexual. I don't know. For a whole year? It could have to do with weight gain. It could have to do with just you don't feel good about yourself in general. Maybe it's a career thing. But she says she just got married two months ago. That's pretty impressive that even throughout this, you guys, you know, stayed together. And that is impressive. You don't know how long they were dating before they got married. There there could be a lot of different things. She doesn't feel sexual, but she should try to figure out what's causing her. Maybe she's not relaxed mm. in her life, or maybe she needs a massage. Maybe she needs to take care of herself to start feeling good about There's so many factors. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are just making her feel like she's just not sexual. Yeah. Well, if we get a chance, we're going to bring this up with our interview with Dr. Chris. because he's Dr. Going Chris to, will be able to handle this. Yeah. He gave me a whole list of... I don't even want all to get right, into it, but it was, about, it was all about Chris. how you can improve your masturbation. Oh. Yeah. And, and there are times, by the way, that I've not had a had a libido at all. Yeah. So, that, I mean, I think, what do you so think? think how, do you att- how do you attribute that? What do I attribute that to? Yeah. Usually for me, it's about uh, time for myself. That's and, what I'm and self-love. Right. And yeah. she just maybe not, maybe she's really super busy and she just doesn't really feel like, I, I think a lot of women my age just stop feeling very sexual and uh especially when they've been married for a long time how about that advent calendar <laughs> you can get they an advent calendar an from advent. ella paradis and uh you will sex you can, you will every day reminded the, every day up until the advent which is christmas so what it is it's like every day you pick a little a little a little a little advent surprise yes all right i think we got to wrap up this episode unfortunately another unfortunately um but we i would like to wrap it up with an with the one and only Mr. Bean, a message from him. Okay. Okay. He said, after purchasing a bidet, I no longer have pop racks in my rectum. I've been using dish soap and now I'm blowing bubbles all the time. <laughs> He's a nut. I love this man. I know. I know. He's a clown. He's like you. So if any of you guys want to become a member of this, what we right now are calling Whack Pack, but are later on going to be calling something that you guys choose... Uh, you just gotta call in and and just freely just be express your, yourself. Express, your, express as I go, yourself. Express yourself. Express yourself on yes. Text mom. That's correct. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the 
blowing bubbles off your rectum and a thing called love. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.